want the Lord to search you? Have you ever needed the Lord to search you? You know, you can't grow if you don't ask God to search you. You got to be willing to deal with you so God can make you better. Amen. Say, Lord, make me better. Lord, make me better, better. Lord, I want to be better. So search me, Lord. Amen. At this time, we are going to call on our pastor. Amen. And he's going to take us further in the service. Please rise as we re receive our own. Bishop James D. Tindall Sr. Amen. You may be seated. God is good. And we give honor and thanks to God. For you know, Lord, whether I'm right. You know, Lord, whether I'm wrong. Lord, search my heart. Let's give the choir and the children a great big God bless you. Amen. We want to give honor to Bishop Diamond, Reverend Dr. Samuel Ernest Mann. Amen. Our neighbor and our brother. And we're glad he said, told me yesterday he wanted to know about Bishop Bryant. He said, I talked to him during the time you were elevated. I like him. I said, he said, when is he going to speak? So I told him, and he said, I'll be there this, this afternoon. So here he is. He's here like he said he would be. Amen. He's been our neighbor and our friend, our brother for a long time. Long time. But now he is retired, and he acts like it. Praise God. I thank God for him. And I thank God for each of you as we celebrate this 86-year anniversary. For we are unashamedly and unapologetically spiritual. Amen. Now, I want all of you to know that in your gardens, there are some weeds. Amen. Amen. I'm talking about in the garden of life. That's what he broke it down for us this morning, didn't he? Yes, sir. There's some weeds down in there. Amen. And the gardener got to get in there and get them out. Praise God. We learned so much this morning from our dynamic Amen. theologian. And he done very well this morning. He, he exegeted the scripture and homiletically told us about the hurricane Irene. And then he brought it on home to us. Praise God. And told us about how Jesus is the light of the world. Amen. And so, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, he already has presented himself. So let us bring now our brother all the way from New York City, none other than Bishop James Bryant. Come on, let's put our hands together. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. I didn't say shout James Bryant. I said shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Sound man, I'm going to need a little bit of help. 
God for today. I don't know about tomorrow. I thank God for today. I don't know about a few minutes from right now, but I thank God for today. We thank God for being the head of our lives, the author and finisher of our fate, our beginning and our end, our first and our last. We give honor to the angel of this house, the honorable presiding prelate of the Metropolitan Spiritual Churches of Christ, Bishop James D. Tyndall. I'm going to make you stand for him. The Bible tells us to give honor where honor is due. You know, it's funny, Reverend Man, if it was us up here, we would want everybody to make the big to-do about us. So do unto others as you... Oh, okay. So if you want to be celebrated, celebrate somebody. We thank God for elect lady, Tyndall, amen. Amen, he's helped me. Thank God for Reverend Ivy Ganaway, my mother. Reverend Lynette Tyndall, Lauren Barber, Reverend Johnson, Sister Carla Tyndall, Reverend Virgil Brown, Reverend Dr. Kevin Jones, Dr. Tyndall, Reverend Mann, Bishop Diamond, everybody else that I probably looked over and left out. May God bless you real good. We thank God for life today. I thank God for my elect lady. She is yet home, so I give her honor in her absence. Amen, because I like going home. That's what Dorothy said, ain't no place. You mess around and not end up at home and see how much you appreciate home. You ask some of these prodigal children what happened when they left home. Oh, home took on a whole different meaning. Amen. I want to just, if I may, talk with you. We thank God for this morning's message. Of the glory in my garden. And the storms of life. Once you have dealt with that aspect of your life, there is another stage. Uh -huh. There's another part to once you've got your garden and your, your life straightened out. There's another place for you when you get to back to your source. And those of you that have your word, I would that you would turn with me to the book of Genesis. I thank God for the ministers and missionaries for the invitation and the way that they have taken care of me. I thank God for Reverend McGee and his hand that has been a blessing to me since I've been here. I thank God for my brother, Minister Moore. 
who understands I am my brother's keeper. Genesis, the 12th chapter. Beginning at the first verse. Again, I want you to just hold it and I want you to get to Genesis 13. That's not too far away. About the 14th chapter. 14th verse, I'm sorry. Genesis 12 and 1 reads, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. 13 reads, at about the 14th verse, And the Lord said unto Abram, after that lot was separated from him, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land, in the length of it, in the breadth of it, and I will give it unto thee. Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. May it sink deep into our hearts that our souls may be sanctified. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this word. We thank you for the reading and the hearing thereof. We pray, God, now that you would prepare our hearts, our minds, and our spirits to receive it, that we might apply it to our lives and live thereby. Genesis. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham, father of Canaan. Shem had a son, Terah. Ham had Haran. And Japheth had Nekor. Terah had Abram who married Sarah, Haran had Iscah, and Lot and Milcah, and Nahor married Milcah. Stay with me. Just like you had to be spiritual this morning, you're going to have to be spiritual this afternoon. 
It's necessary to draw these lines because it shows the vitality of following God's instruction. In American history, there's a term referred to as manifest destiny, which states the 19th century doctrine that the United States had the right and the duty to expand throughout the North American continent. It also said in the 19th century belief that it was inevitable for the US to expand to the Pacific Coast. My text today is Manifest Destiny. Manifest Destiny. And if I would, I'd like to take a subtext. You could tell I like doing that, right? Of divine calling. Divine calling. Because you can't have a manifest destiny. I got help, I got help, I got help. You can't have a manifest destiny without a divine calling. Here we have the divine calling of Abram. And it is key for us to understand at this point that God is seeking to save and raise a generation. So many times we feel as though we are seeking God or that God, that as a, a person we have the ability to seek God. But God in his infinite wisdom places something on the inside of us that he can wake up at any time. The scripture says he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. In this divine call, Abram was already on his way to Canaan when they stopped to dwell in Haran. There he, the instruction came to him, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show you. And prior to the call, the whole family had been moving about, but not until the passing of Abram's father, Terah, did Abram follow the full call of God with obedience, leaving the remaining part of his family and moving forward into the land of Canaan. Ask your neighbor, how well do we listen? Okay, okay, okay. Because when God told it to him at first, he was like, well, you know, I'm going to drag my family with me. But guys, no, that's not what I told you. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct thy path. We quote it so many times, but boy, following it is a different story. For in listening to the call, Abraham was promised eight great 
blessings unto a land that I will show you and I will make thee a great nation. Abram had no children, mind you, and Sarah was barren. So this promise was especially significant. And I will bless you, which is a personal promise from God. He said, I will bless you and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. And in all families of the, of the earth, you shall be blessed. Again, all families, Jews and Gentiles, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And it is, is he a God of the Jews only? Or is he also of the Gentiles? Yes, the Gentiles also. And seeing it is one God which shall justify the circumcision by faith and the uncircumcision through faith. Circumcision meant that you had to follow the entire law. It says in Romans 3 and 31, do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid, yea, we establish the law. And Romans 2 and 25 says, for the circumcision verily profiteth if thou keep the law. But if thou be a breaker of the law, thy circumcision is made uncircumcision. And we say all of the time, I'm not under law, I'm under grace. But is that an occasion to sin? You cannot be conveniently spiritual. See, I could talk this afternoon because I'm going home in the morning. <laughs> so if I got to run, you know, just grab my bag. <laughs> All right, I'll so you, you cannot be conveniently spiritual, thinking that there is no law to follow, but it is grace for grace that allows us and gives us the strength to follow the law, even in our imperfection. For when we reference the book of Hebrews, we see again the manifestation of divine calling. It says, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world, who being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had him by himself purged all sins, sat down on the right hand of majesty on high. There's a distinction between sundry times and these last days, past, present, used to and is now, is now and forevermore, shall be the beginning, the end, alpha, the, the omega, first and last. Get the picture? But he has been choosing select men to speak to and carry out a divine purpose. He selected Abram, he selected Jacob, he selected David, he selected the prophets, major and minor. He selected them to deliver a message to the world that they might hear their name being called. Finally, when the calling and the telling about himself was not working, he sent his son, who being in the express person of him, could by best, as the best candidate, reveal himself God. He tried signs and wonders, and they still didn't believe. And even after he came in the flesh, there are still some then and even now that still don't believe. Prophets couldn't do what God needed to have done. 
They could only tell of God's message. They could tell of God's instruction and his revelation. God's son could only not only tell of it, but he was the God personified in the flesh. In the flesh, he could complete the revelation because a revelation is not a revelation until it comes to pass. Or it's just a dream, a vision, or a wish. And a dream is not a goal until you have a date attached to it. So you can wish and you can dream about attaining something all day long. But until you set an appointed time, it remains a wish. And I digress to Habakkuk. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision. Oh, we was writing yesterday. And make it plain that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. I use this scripture only in reference because it speaks so plainly about vision. The instruction is in writing it. And if it is shown by God, it will come to pass. Just wait. The word of God has that kind of power, that kind of surety. When I look at the scriptures as we read from Genesis to Revelations, we find this sense of chronological order, a sense of time that follows a scheduled course of events. First, we have a calling, and then we have a vision. After God called Abram, he said, Now, Abram, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art. God is not going to move you someplace to show you something else. He's going to tell you to look from exactly where you are. He said, look northward, southward, eastward, westward, for all that the land which thou seest to thee will I give it, and thy seed forever, and I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then thy seed shall also be numbered, arise, walk through the land in the length of it and the breadth of it, and I will give it thee. We, we know that as I will give you as far as you go, okay, as you can see. God is not only showing and going to show you something that you cannot only comprehend, but that does not mean he's not going to show you something that won't blow your mind. But you will have the capacity to understand it through faith. Romans says, so then faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word. It says, for faith was reckoned unto Abraham for righteousness, who against hope believed in hope, that he might be father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be, and not being weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, 
when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the barrenness or deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. I am clear that there was some time between Genesis and Habakkuk. But I need you to remember this, that when God shows you something, write it down. There, there, there's a component about calling where God shows us something that will blow your mind or that is completely contrary to what may be your current experience. Fear will tell you that you can't have it. Presumption will tell you you want it now. Yet while the storms of life are raging, and we talked about those storms this morning, you may become frightful and fearful that what God has shown you will not come to pass. The thing wherein we believe is not making sense to my conscious mind, and how will it come? And we attempt to help God sometimes. I know 11 Hebrews, 11 and 1 in Hebrews. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I know Habakkuk and Paul said, the just shall live by faith. I know it said, walk by faith and not by sight. But every now and then, you get into the ship and the winds are raging. And by reason of your conscious mind and your senses, you know that Jesus is in the behind a part of the ship and he's asleep on a pillow and you still wake him up and you say master carest thou not that we perish writing the vision of Jesus saying, let us pass over to the other side is of immense value when you are in the middle of through, but yet not on the other side when you know that this too shall pass, but it only appears to be getting worse when you believe all things work together for the good to them that love God, but you are having a challenging time finding the good that is supposed supposed to be for you in the situation when you know that weeping may endure for a night but guess what what was supposed to come in the morning is now a month late what Habakkuk said right the vision right the vision and make it plain that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Where there is no vision, the people will perish. God set a time and a completed the vision, the dream. And he is still the God of our salvation. Writing the vision and reading it and meditating on it 
not only revealed the glory of God, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and beheld us, and the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, but it revealed the power of God, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved by the power of the dunamis of God, it is power, and it also revealed the wisdom of God, for after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God, but it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching uh, to save them that believe, for it is written. Is written. I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? How hath, how not, hath not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For the Jews require a sign. The Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach. Christ crucified unto Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness but unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men so that lets me know that there are some things that are not going to make sense but if thou canst only believe that all things are possible to him that believeth God didn't say it was going to be easy he said it was going to be possible are we not unapologetically unashamedly spiritual spiritual are we not partakers of the manifest destiny and the divine calling Proverbs says wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom wisdom is applied knowledge but with all thy getting get understanding and even in understanding understanding doesn't mean that you will observe or obey that that you understand anybody with children know that with God's word both are needed but it is possible to have one without the other we have an expression sometimes, uh, I, I'm hearing you, but I'm not listening. Meaning to be informed, to learn, to intentionally hear. I perceive the sound that you are making by default when I hear, but I'm not inclining them to my understanding, which is listening. I understand what I heard, but I'm not obeying what you said. Again, I reference the scripture, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But I say, have not they heard? Yes, verily, their sound went out into all the earth, and their words unto the ends of the earth. But I say, did not Israel know? First, Moses saith, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no people, and by a foolish nation I will anger you. But Esaias is very bold and saith, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not of me. 
But to Israel he said, all day long I have stretched forth my hand unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. Troubled by this and by the definition of listening and hearing, I looked up the word listen in the Bible. And I only found it appear one time. <laughs> and it says in Isaiah 49 and 1, listen. O isles unto me, and hearken ye people from far. The Lord hath called me from the womb, from the bowels of my mother hath he made mention of my name. Divine calling. There, there are some now that are hearing me that are not listening. There's something about the word of God that needs to be really understood. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or two of my word shall, uh, shall not, not pass from the Lord till all be fulfilled. I know that it said, train up a child in the way that it should go, uh, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. But understand that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. I, I want you to understand that you, you will able, be able to fly like an eagle, and I want you to know that after you do that, I know that there are people that we care about, and I used to ask a question, I don't care how high you can jump. I care about how well you walk when you come down. There's some folks that are absolutely wonderful when everything is well. But when a valley experience comes, they... How can I live and do those things except the word be embedded in my heart, except it be written in the tablet of my mind and in my heart, except I live in the spirit, except I feed myself with living water? That's the real goal, isn't it? Situations will change. People will change. Time will change. You will change. Family will change. The word will stand forever if you write the vision. Write the vision. But in order to write the vision, you have to be found in the calling, the divine calling. And will you ask what is that calling? I remember it said, come, come, come unto me all ye and everyone, anyone that labor and are heavy laden. And I, your God, I, your comforter, I, your provider, I, your Elohim, I, your prince of peace, your protector, your wheel in the middle of a wheel, your alpha, your omega, your beginning, your end, your creator. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. I am meek and lowly, for ye shall find rest unto your soul, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Rest from your frustration. Rest from your headache. Rest from your enemy. Yes, I heard the call and he said, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I, then I, then I, then, 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 then I, and here we are again. The I am that I am. The, the bread when I'm hungry, the water when I'm thirsty, the lily of the valley, the bright morning star, the council of the day star from on high, the rose of Sharon, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. I will heal your mind. I will heal your heart. I will heal your body. I will heal your spirit. I will heal your home. I will heal your children, your thoughts, your needs, your finance, your relationship, your spouses and your tongues. See, I don't want to preach you happy. I want to preach you to repentance. I don't want to preach you happy. I want to preach you to acceptance. I don't want to preach you happy. I want to preach you baptized. I don't want to preach you happy. 
happy. I want to preach you saved. I don't want to preach you happy. I want to preach you sanctified. I don't want to preach you happy. I want to preach you filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't want to preach you happy. I want to preach you to evangelize. I don't want to preach you happy. I want to preach you to the place where you are unapologetically, unashamedly spiritual. What must I do to be saved? What must I do to be truly spiritual? Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. And again, marvel not that I say unto you, ye must be born again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life you've got to know therefore there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ for we walk not after the flesh but after the spirit for the law of the spirit is life but the law of sin is death for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh God sending his son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for our sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh but they that are after the spirit do mind the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life because the carnal mind is enmity against God for it was subject not subject to the law neither indeed can be so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God but ye are not in the flesh but in the spirit if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you I'm talking about divine calling metropolitan spiritual churches of Christ called 86 years ago not for the singing not for the prophecy not for the pastors but for the word of God to go forth to reach someone's heart that they may be saved through the singing through the song through the prophecy based on the word but out of the divine calling is the foundation of the divine word I read yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil I read he prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemies I read Satan desires to sift you as wheat but I prayed for you I read the wheat and the tail will grow together but on the day of harvest I read we will all sit at the table but one of you will betray me I read behold I show you a mystery we shall not all sleep I read I will rise in three days I read that ye may be present uh, in him in himness with glorious church uh, without a spot or wrinkle uh, or, but I know that God uh, can do all things
things. I read no weapon formed against thee shall prosper. I read he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. I read, behold, I come quickly. I read the Lord as my shepherd. I want you to know today that we are here because of divine calling, because of manifest destiny. I want you to know, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house, there are many mansions. I not only read it, but I wrote it on the tablets of my heart. You are not spiritual because of some popular phrase. You are not spiritual because of some random act of popularity. You are not spiritual because you wear white. You are not spiritual because you speak in some unknown tongue that you rehearsed in the mirror. I am spiritual because of who I am. And I am unapologetically, unashamedly spiritual because of whose I am. For in the beginning, God, I ended up like that this morning. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And then he said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Oh, I want to stop right there. Let them, let them, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, fowl of the air, over all the earth, over everything that's creeping. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor in this realm I have dominion. Let them procreate. Let them rule and super rule. Be ye partakers of the manifest destiny. That doctrine was not a doctrine for the United States, but that doctrine was for we, God's people, had a right and a duty to expand throughout the world that at the name of Jesus every knee must bow every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord now from where you are standing lift now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art northward southward eastward and westward for all the land that thou seest will I give thee metropolitan believe me the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet in Jerusalem Worship the Father, but the hour cometh, and now is, then the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. God, God, God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The true worshiper dwells in the secret place of the most high. The true worshiper frets not thyself because of evildoers. The true worshiper makes a joyful noise unto the Lord. The true worshiper counts not himself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, the true worshiper blesses the Lord at all times. 
things. The true worshiper seeks ye first the kingdom of God. The true worshiper can speak those things which are not as though they were. The true worshiper created in his image after his likeness. Let them, let them, let them manifest destiny. Manifest destiny. Y'all gonna hear me? Yeah. Let them manifest destiny. You yourself, as the creator, created you, can manifest destiny. Speaking it is so. Thoughts are things. Mind over matter. My mind is my mind. And no material thing can control my mind. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Hear me now, saints. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. And he said, therefore said I unto you that no man can come unto me except if he were given it unto him by my father. From that time forward, many of the disciples went back and walked no more. That's John 6th chapter, 66th verse. And we talk about 6, 6, 6. Well, the trick of the enemy is to make you go back. Will you go back? I will not go. I am unapologetically, unashamedly spiritual. Manifest peace. Manifest love. Manifest joy. Manifest long suffering. Manifest jobs. Manifest healing. Manifest meaningful relationship. Manifest restoration. Manifest strength. Manifest destiny. Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14. And you can read it for yourselves. And it said it shall come to pass. If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth and thou shalt be a blessing and a blessing shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken to the voice of the Lord blessed shalt thou be in the city, blessed shalt thou be in the field blessed shalt be the fruit of thy body, blessed shalt be the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle and the increase of thine kind and the flocks of thy sheep, blessed shall be thy basket and thy store talking about manifest destiny I'm talking about divine calling I'm talking about to speak into the lives of not only yourself but somebody else Bishop we manifest today blessing in this house healing in this house restoration in this house abundance in this house nothing broken nothing missing no lack only abundance above not beneath first not last lender not borrower blessed in the city blessed in the field 
manifest, 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 walk in your home, manifest, walk in your relationship, manifest, walk in your praise, manifest. Walk in your bank, manifest, walk on your job, manifest, wherever you walk, wherever thy feet tread, the Lord said, I will give it to you, but you've got to look from where you are at, and you've got to look to the north, and to the south, and to the east, and to the west, and God will give you as far as you can see, because it is our right and it is our duty and it is inevitable inevitable that means can't nothing stop me can't nothing hold me back can't nothing keep me from progressing you might slow me down but you will not stop me bishop realize and understand that whatever's going on you might have to move slow but keep on moving you might have to dance a one step and a two step but keep on dancing keep on praising keep on lifting them you might not be able to go to everything but keep on going you might not be able to be everywhere but keep on being be a blessing be an inspiration be an instrument of peace be an instrument of love be an instrument of God manifest 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 Manifest, manifest, understand the magnitude of that word, manifest, talk to it, manifest, I need a healing, manifest, I need a blessing, manifest, I need relations, manifest, 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 manifest. Manifest, 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 destiny. Manifest, destiny. Manifest, destiny. I know what it looks like right now. That's not what destiny looks like. I know what I'm going through right now, but that's not what destiny tells me. I know what everybody else said, the doctor, the lawyer. I know what my friends and my family, I know what my enemies said, but that's not what destiny said. And matter of fact, I don't like what they said. So what I'm going to manifest is destiny. Manifest destiny. Standing all over the building. Just lift your hands and say, Lord. God may tell you to get out from your kindred. <laughs> he may tell you to move from your family. He may tell you to leave your country. 
he may tell you that you're going to have to walk away. Because what I have for you is only for you. What you have given away has blessed those that you have given it to. But I want to do something special for you. I want to manifest destiny in you. I want to seed into you. And the only way I can do that is not only for you to follow my instruction, but for you not to stagger at my promise. I know they told you that you couldn't. I know they said it didn't work. I know that they said that you're beyond your age. I know they said it was after your time, but I want you to know something. When I speak, it's got to come to pass because my word will not come back to me void. If I say light, lights is coming on. If I say firmament, water's gonna separate. If I say breathe, you gonna breathe. Manifest. Manifest. Break on away from it. Manifest. Break. Just go on and let it go. Manifest. 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 It's not going to make sense. Lord, this is my family. How you want me to just walk away from these people I grew up with? I love them, Lord. God said I love them too. But I need something special from you. Because what I'm going to do is blow your mind. I'm going to make something out of nothing. And I'm going to restore. Not only what you can see, but what you don't see. And if by chance somebody can count high enough. If by chance their numerical aptitude will take them to a number that will allow them to number the sands of the earth, then, then maybe they'll be able to number all of the things and the people that I want to bless in you. Now realize, Abram, you're not going to know them all. But they're all going to know you. You all didn't hear me. You're not going to know them all but they're all going to know you. You continue to manifest into the lives of those that you come in contact with. Manifest destiny. You are somebody. You can be all that you can be. I ain't trying to be better than nobody else. I'm just trying to be the best that I can be. I don't care where God want to take you. I want to be where God want to take me. I don't want to drive your car. I want to drive my car. Manifest destiny. It is our right to expand as far as you can see. And it is inevitable 
that if you follow God, you will not only cross nations, but you will cross kingdoms. May God bless each and every one of you. May he reign richly upon you. May he allow you to go home and write the vision of your own destiny. Allow the spirit to correct it, but you better see something, Saint. Tell your neighbor, you better see something. A three-year-old, a two-year-old may color outside the lines until it becomes clear to them, oh, okay, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Just color anyhow. That's color anyhow. Draw anyhow. Write anyhow. It ain't got to make sense. Read it later on. Write right now, though. And you'll find that when you go back and read it, you have written into your own destiny. manifest destiny. God bless you. There may be somebody out of the ark of safety. Somebody may want to come today. For the doors of the church are open in your manifestation and your manifest destiny. Perhaps you might say, Lord, here I am. I give my all to thee. The doors of the church are now open. Is there someone that may want to step forward and say, Lord, here I am. of you in this manifestation. Here I am. The doors of the church open. Is there one?
complete the vision. Amen. Amen. As we're meditating on writing the vision, I need you all to write a financial vision. I need you to, you know, this morning we talked, he talked about seeding and feeding and we talked before about sowing and growing and we need to to sow into our destiny you know so many times we're we're constantly constantly asking the lord for a financial breakthrough but we need to sometimes go out on a financial, we need to break through ourselves and break through and to give. You know, we're not giving as if unto the church, you're giving as if unto the Lord. And there are a lot of us, and I say uses because I know that sometimes I feel like I am in a financial windstorm, but every time, every time, I follow his guidance in giving. He makes a way out of no way. And every time, and it's not every time I turn around, and it's just every time I follow his guidance. And so we would ask that you would make a financial sacrifice this afternoon. And we're asking for a gift of $18. I know it sounds strange, but if you would make a financial sacrifice. And again, you're not giving to the church. Give as if unto the Lord. And if you don't have anything to give, we ask that you would still make a spiritual demonstration and come around in faith saying, God, if I had it, I would give it. So that when he blesses you with it on this week, you will be beating the church's doors down to give that which he has given to you. Would our ushers please come and our trustees.
Assistant Pastor Reverend Ivy Ganaway, uh, Reverend Kevin Jones, and Sister Jesse Johnson for closing remarks before we dismiss. Hallelujah, praise, good time. The Lord is just good to us, and we're so grateful uh, for our speaker for today. We have enjoyed him on yesterday, and then on today, Lord, we're just grateful and thankful, and we want to encourage him to just go back home knowing that you hit a home run when you were here, and you brought the team on in. He just hit a home run, you know. They were talking about the whatever game they're having today. I think it's football season, but anyway, we are winners here. We don't know about the Chiefs, but we are winners. How many know we're winners? We're winners, and we just thank God. And let's keep on praising Lord and pray for our past and for one another that we will be encouraged even the more so that the rest of the people that's coming from out of town and those that's in town and our other members can all be encouraged through us because that's what it's all about, encouraging one another. So we're so grateful that we have had this opportunity to hear the word of God, to hear the beautiful singing, to see the youth department in action, and just praise God, praise God, praise God for everything. Amen. Good afternoon. Giving honor to my pastor, Bishop Tim, though, and the rest of our pastors.